0: We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.
1: Start me up with Roshi Nick Cleric.
2: You're very welcome to the Stamp Me Mary's Business Program here on Community Radio, called Kenny City. And don't forget, we are streaming live on www.crkc.ie, and just click the Listen button, and you we will be live on the internet. And you can, or you can alternatively f- uh, text us in on. Studio on 086 353 7782, or you can call an Eileen to be on the phones on 056 7762 777. Uh, thank you very much to Amory Conning, Anne Amory Cunningham. God, I'm thinking of my friend up in Derry. To Amory Nolan for keeping you company today and uh, keeping you entertained for the last t- uh, two hours with her amazing music and her crack, too. And uh, on the Stamp Me Up Business Program this week, we will will be chatting to Alex McDonald, a local representative from Recovery Island. We'll be chatting on the impact of the budget on SMEs and providing us with an overall SME Recovery Islands response to the budget 2021 reaction and how it reflects the cause of the SME Recoveries campaign to date. But before that, we are chatting to a very inspirational woman and she is also known as the treating goddess Samantha Kelly and the founder of the Women's Inspire Network. The Women's Inspire Network are holding their annual conference online this Wednesday, uh, October 21st. And also Anne Anne Healy, founder of the British Good Luck Horseshoes, is also a guest here in studio. And Anne, it will be speaking at the event. Samantha Kelly is on the line. Samantha, you're very welcome back to the Start Me Up Business program here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. And I'm just laughing and just looked at my reflection there in the mirror. I'm in the car, it's raining, and I'm in my tracksuit and a woolly hat. So anyone who thinks that starting a business is glamorous, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sounds great, <Samantha.
2: laughs> Sounds normal. But, but Samantha, it's normal. Yeah. you are so busy this week that, and you deserve to be in your tracksuit because you are very busy organising your event, your online virtual event on Wednesday. And, um, you know, it's, it's getting that ready. It, it's always behind the scenes, the work behind the scenes that is always the toughest and really on the day or most of the work is done 90% of the work is done
1: Well you know what's different about online though you see most of the work is being done now and on the day it'll be more of a case of relax and hopefully all the tech will work <laughs> you know so it's like you know it's actually less work on the day for us because actually it's John McGarry who's actually doing all the tech stuff so he's uploading all the videos and then our social media will be buzzing so if you check out the hashtag win20global on Twitter in particular but also on Instagram and stuff um, you will see the activity going on tomorrow all day so it will be really good. We have great speakers and, of course, um, Anne is speaking as well and it's funny because we actually met on your show. We did, um, we did for Imagine. the first time. So yep. I know. And then Anne ended up joining the Women's Inspire Network so um, she'd be able to tell you more about it than I would. Like, you know, and, and it's just amazing how many how especially during this time support is so important it's so important not to feel like you're on your own Um a lot of people are hurting at the moment and a lot of fear out there and it's about learning new techniques and new skills so that you can successfully pivot your business online if it needs to go online so that's what the conference is all about it's to help people you know maybe give ideas and inspiration as well with real stories of people who've actually done it already um, and um, yeah, and I kept it really affordable because I know people are struggling at the moment. So it's only 25 euros for the tickets. So I just thought it'd be a nice way to get the world together. Like we have Singapore Chamber involved. We have the Irish Business Organization in New York. I just wanted to make it a global get-together of business owners to kind of help each other and you know, see what ideas we could share to help through this difficult time.
2: And maybe, Samantha, if you could just remind our listeners who, who, who you are, who the tweeting Goddess, because you have, now the last time I spoke you had over 50,000 followers on Twitter. You are known as the tweeting Goddess, and you are the founder of the Women's Inspire Network. Can you tell us um, about the Women's Inspire Network and the tweeting Goddess?
1: Well, Tweeting Goddess was started because I had a business idea years ago called Funky Goddess, and I had no marketing budget, so I started using Twitter in particular to market my business, and I just became really good in it. And now I'm I'm one of the biggest experts probably in Europe, probably in the world now, but, you know, it, I have 55,000 followers, but, you know, I actually... People often ask me, why have you got so many followers? And it's really only because I, I help others, I share my knowledge, I add value, I... I care, you know, and I think that's a huge thing about me. Like, you know, I, I like a lot of people, they become successful and they just forget about everybody else. But I don't want to forget where I was because I knew nothing about business and I knew nothing and I was a lone parent and I had no money and, you know, I just want to kind of um, be able to help the others who are coming up along that might be starting a business. And the only way I, c- I could think of doing that where they couldn't afford my services, because that's what I do. I, I teach people how to use Twitter and social media. Um, I thought the best way to do it was to create a network of, of other women uh, that wanted to learn and support each other and like no bitching, any of that, like just really positive and helpful advice and mentoring and, you know, support. Um, and that's why I created Women's Inspire Network. And so that's only 20 months. So I just thought I'd make it affordable and accessible to anyone in the world because when you're online, you're reaching a global audience and, and you, you know you don't have to just focus on your local county if you have a shop and you can or, you can make things and post them out online people can order them online then you're global you can go global with it you know and that's really i just want to show people that look you can do this if i can do this you can do this and and that's what tweeting Goddess kind of stands for i think you
2: know? And Samantha, you have traveled far and wide with um, your Women's Inspire Network and, and uh, uh, speaking at motivational events as the tweeting goddess in America and everywhere else. Tell yeah. us about that.
1: <laughs> I know, it's mad. Uh, <laughs> a lot of these relationships I built up on Twitter and then when you have something of value, when you have knowledge to share, people want, will pay you for that knowledge. So if you're an expert in whatever you do, whatever your niche is, you can speak about that that expertise and people will pay you to speak at their events and you know now we can't do that so that's why a lot of conferences and, on, and online events and actually the speakers who speak to big audiences are struggling with this new online way of doing things so you know there are options out there still but I travel to New Zealand and um, I spoke at a conference a lady actually she's speaking at my conference now which is lovely I like to pay back people in a way pay it forward you know and give them like if people give me a chance I give them a chance so So, you know, um, so the lady who organized the New Zealand conference was actually speaking at my conference, Juanita. And then, um, you know, I spoke in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World. You see, I was just a normal mum at home with a dream. And I just saw this Social Media Marketing World and went, oh, my God, I'd love to go to that someday. And then I decided, you know what, why don't I just bring those experts here so... So I created a social media summit in Dublin in 2016. And there's always ways to do things. Be creative, you know, think outside the box and be the first. And then you can be a leader as well. You know, it's really if you have knowledge to share and you're good at what you do, then share it with the world. That's what I say.
2: Definitely. And you know, you have inspired so many people. I met you virtually online on Twitter in 2017. (laughs) And that was through James Sweetman uh, when I was uh, tweeted about his book, um, Finding Catherine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And here we are in 2020 and, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you now several times on here on Community Radio called Kenny City. And then our, our guest here in studio, Anne Healy, introduced you to Anne Healy and you two hooked up and Anne joined the Women's Inspire Network. And now she's speaking at your event. It's amazing, you know, exactly. Yes. This is the power of media and social media working together.
1: Yes, and it's the power of having the right people around you. That's what it's about as well. So, you know, you could hang out with people and if you're not feeling they're giving they're giving you a good vibe, get away from them. It's like real life, you know? And so it's about hanging out with the right people, the right connections. And I don't mean people who are, you know, necessarily rich or anything like that. I'm talking about people who actually genuinely do want to support others and do want to help others and there's lots of good people out there, you know. 98% of people are great, you know. I think, uh, Samantha, you
0: kind of play down as well. To be fair, you are great yourself. So you <clears throat> attract greatness around you. You know, um, I, I think, to be fair to you, you are full of support for everybody. So that, that in itself brings good people along the way. Do you know, it, it makes other people give as well. Do you know, like you're on the ball all of the time and you're you're there watching and you're seeing what you can do for people and I think that's like that's a huge um I suppose uh, what would the word Activate? be yeah absolutely absolutely but I I think that w- that brings goodness as well because mm. where Samantha's mm. doing it and she's doing it in buckets
2: so Samantha <laughs> you you know yeah. you
0: are you absolutely are Thank you just you.
2: don't talk the talk of what you oh, say no, on the walks, business you it. walk the talk yeah,
0: and it's, it's walking it every single minute mm. do you know that
2: Yeah,
1: well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah, thank you. And we have a text in here, Samantha Kelly, uh, tweeting Goddess and founder of the Women's Inspire Network. We have a text in and it says, hi, Roshan, I'm listening in and trying to learn something new from Samantha today. Oh, Okay, so what can I teach you that's new today? Okay, <laughs> hmm, I think it's okay, from Jim <laughs> Rowan. I'm not quite sure. He can't get his name, but the name's coming up. So, but you know, Samantha, you inspire so many people. And um, you know, as I said, we, I, I sort of met you in twenty Twenty? No, it's twenty sixteen. I met you. It was twenty six. The summer of twenty June, twenty sixteen. That was when I I, I sort of because I, I I was injured that that year and I was sofa bound and I couldn't move that summer and I was reading that book. But the wonderful thing about Samantha is the Women's Inspire Network. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, um, well, okay, here's something new for Jim to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I created the Women's Inspire Network because I started building a community around me on Twitter. So I created the hashtags. I saw there was no hashtag for women and there was no hashtag really for business owners. So I created Irish Biz Party first. But then um, I, I noticed that most women... Um, were coming up to me at the end of my talks. Most women were actually booking me and getting training from me. And so I said, right, maybe I need to focus on these women who actually seem to be getting left behind. I just felt that the woman who was working from home online was being left behind. They weren't entitled to grants, they weren't entitled to certain things because they weren't in manufacturing, they weren't exporting. And it's funny because I actually am exporting. I've got members from Canada America you know like I am an export <laughs> myself by going up to speak at these conferences and stuff but you know and um, it's I, I just saw a gap there and I felt like there was a group being left behind and this is male and female I feel there's a lot of small business owners out there that might not necessarily know how to fill out a form for a grant might not necessarily know what they're entitled to and you know these are all really important things and for Jim the one thing I can teach you today I suppose is you know, get online, get on Twitter. If your audience are age 35 to 55, uh, professional, urban, B2B, business owners, get on Twitter and start using Twitter and LinkedIn because it's all about the value you can add. It's actually not about me at all. It's about my audience and what they need and what they want. And if I can give them that, so I do lots of free videos on my YouTube. And um, You know, give something away. When you give a little piece away, they want more, and that's when you get the paying clients, you know, once you show you're the expert. But the Women's Inspire Network is full of experts in all kinds of things, and I'm sure Anne will agree with me. Like, we have solicitors, we have accountants, we um, have experts on Instagram, experts on even TikTok, and um, experts on LinkedIn, all kinds of stuff. And then we have really creative people like authors and that can advise, and even advising, you know, look, you know, where can I get certain suppliers you know that kind of stuff it's so important and then there's the bad days we all have look everybody's struggling at the moment and even being able to go up and say you know what i'm having a really crap day or my customer didn't pay me i might just to well get paid and it's being able to get advice on how to deal with those practical things in business you know the things that people don't talk about like not getting paid you know not getting your invoice on time you know not getting all of these things Need to be spoken about, I think, and 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 that's why it's nice to have a safe place. And I wanted to create a a, a, a community around me, so that for my sake as well, for my sanity. <laughs> trust me, you know, it's it's lonely working from home um, on the laptop. You know, so yes, yeah,
2: because it is very lonely being self-employed. Yes, you know, definitely. And Anne, um, would you agree with that?
0: Oh no, absolutely. Like it's great. It's great actually having somebody that you can sound off if you need it, you know, and Mm -hmm. that is and and even though I'm working from home and Ed's at home or the lads might be at home, that's totally different because they don't know what I'm thinking or they don't know the way I'm thinking, whereas the group does and that's the one great thing because they're all they've all probably gone through it at some point and they're Mm. able to you know, give you the advice and even if they're not, they're able to just cheer you on or lift you up you know.
1: exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah and you know what you, you made a very good point there and you know my husband he he thinks i play his computer games on the uh, he doesn't know what i do you know <laughs> he doesn't understand what i do and he never will you know because he will never understand no one will understand your passion and your dreams as much as another female entrepreneur
0: no absolutely not absolutely but as well samantha i suppose the other thing is like ed's at home with me and he sees what i do But at the same time, he wouldn't really understand that, you know, if I had an issue, he would deal with it differently than I would deal with it. And I think women deal with it differently. And, you know, and and even I want to get the encouragement or to get the to get another woman's take on it. Yes. You know, Mm. is important.
2: And Samantha, it's also a key to get the word out there. You have lots of male members of your group. You have uh, J- uh, J- uh, John Murray from the, uh, the Headshots. You also have Jane Sweetman. There's lots of men in- involved in your group.
1: Well, there's a lot of, like, the men, <clears throat> okay, the men um, are invited if they're, speak- you know, if they're speakers and they add value. Um, it's usually past speakers of my events. You know, so it's people that we know, um, I would have to know them a long time as in trust them and know that they're going to add value, that they're not just going to be grabbing and trying to say it, sell or whatever. You know, there has to be someone that actually is going to help others. Someone like that, like James. Yes. You know, someone good. You know, um, you know, I don't actually have male members in the network as per se, uh, but that's not... And then of course i get hassle over that but i mean we need to have a safe place to go as well so i have to be very very i need to protect my members as well you know and make sure that you know they feel safe and you know so i do support men on twitter so i support men on twitter a lot and men are brilliant actually most of my mentors have been men and a lot of kindness has been shown to me so it's not i'm not anti-men at all it's so funny i have this car right and it has Women's and Inspire Network all over it, and some guys just look at me, oh, there's that feminist. <laughs> 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 there's that feminist coming up the road again, right? And it's like, I'm not like that at all. Oh my God, I love my, my husband is probably one of the best men I've ever met, like, and, you know, my dad was my big inspiration for me. So, you know, it's not about that. This is about um, like-minded people getting together and helping each other. And I just, I just understand i can't help them if i don't understand how they're thinking and i do understand how they're thinking and how they're feeling so i'm very in touch with what what the issues are at the moment you know and um so yeah i mean i support uh, any business owner that wants to get help but you know at the same time i have to pay bills too so that's why i made it like 20 a month and then also um my own services, like I teach people, I like have a six step program, for example, I have a master class and I teach them how to shine online because there are a lot of people out there, female, women are great communicators actually. Um, I find that, you know, so the men sometimes think they can just throw out a tweet and it's like, you know, like an ad, but you can't, it's about adding value. What can you do to help someone today? What can you do to make someone's day? If you put out that tweet or put up that post on LinkedIn or Facebook, is it going to make someone feel good? Is it going to, are they going to learn something from it? Is it something that's worth sharing? You know, so think about all these things before you actually post something. That's the biggest thing I, tip I can give today.
2: And um, how would you, you, now, you know, everybody's going online, especially now in, in the times that are in it. Tell us about the power of online through Twitter and social media.
1: Oh, there's so many things I've seen happening. I mean, I did the self-isolation hashtag, you know, at the start of pandemic, and it went viral. All I did was I said, look, if anyone's self-isolating, if anyone needs a hand or if anyone wants to connect with someone else who's self-isolating... Uh, let me know and I'll connect you because I knew a lot of people who were self-isolating and feeling lonely and then what happened out of that was the self-isolation help hashtag started and that was all about people going and and walking these people's dogs and going to the pharmacy for them and so there was a whole nationwide um, campaign started from that and and I'd already news down in my my little box room office like it was so funny I mean and then I was on Euronews and, and I was on BBC and it was just mad and only because I said something at the right time and I gauged the right the mood properly but I wasn't intending for it to go viral, I was just offering help you know, so and
2: the power of it So this, can you give us a, a, an idea of the guests who will be speaking at your um, online virtual event on Wednesday
1: Well there's some woman from, from Kilkenny called Anne um <laughs> 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 Yeah
0: there's something to do with her shoes <laughs> Anne well, Healy
1: Anne Healy can tell you what she's going to be talking about but um, definitely have we have speakers with Dan Gingus from Chicago he's going to be speaking about customer experience I'm going to be talking about how to show leadership online um, which is the first talk which is at 9am and then it's all day long we have Ted Rubin we also have, do you remember Little House on the Prairie uh, Nellie Olsen we do. Little House on the Prairie, well I have Alison, who was Nellie Olsen, who played Nellie Olsen. She's actually speaking at my conference, and I met her on Twitter. We got on really well. Um, she booked a one-hour lesson with me, and we're just we're friends now. It's just mad, and I used to watch Little House in Prairie when I was young, and it's just amazing. So she's What's speaking that? about how she had to pivot her business online because she lost loads of her comedy gigs She was supposed to be in Paris at the moment and um, she couldn't travel because of the lockdown and now she has to pivot all her shows online so she's going to share her experience. So we have also Sonia Mezzo Music Academy, Mary McCrory, um, Louise Turrell, we have Maria Rush from Donegal and they all had to pivot their business online. So we're going to hear real stories and real practical um, how they implemented it and People are going to learn so much. Even one of the talks, even, is worth 25 euros, more than 25 euros. But, you know, it's really, I wanted to really get everyone together. It's going to be very inspiring. It usually is. And, um, yeah, there'll be a great buzz on Twitter. If you you don't want to go to the conference and you just want to check out the buzz, you'll definitely enjoy that.
2: Can you just tell our listeners what the hashtag is for the event?
1: It's hashtag win20global. W-I-N-20, number 20, global. Hashtag win20global.
2: And Anne, we're coming we're coming up to the last few moments of our, our slot today. What are you how, how did you feel when when Samantha asked you to actually speak at the event and uh, you know, how is this changing your way you're perceiving business and putting you in a new slot of leadership in business?
0: Well, I'm not too sure about that now, um, Roshin. but the reality of it is for me, it's a wonderful opportunity. Um, I suppose Samantha has given me the opportunity, you know. um, I'm trying to export, that will be my bottom line. So I'm getting, I suppose, an opportunity to go out there to a global audience, which for me, going forward, is going to be so important. Now, I suppose I do say a little bit about the horseshoes in my talk, but I also tell a few of the things that has helped me. Um, And even to listen to those five points will be huge for anybody because I'm a startup. I'm in very early stage of startup still. I'm only January 2019 I started. So um, for me, some things worked. I'm learning all the time and I am so excited about this day because I think I'm going to come away with so many tips. So not even me talking, I'm going to come away myself with so much. Um, I'm going to be able to take from the
1: day, do you know? We've been doing a test run today, actually, and I've been watching some of the talks, and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. And even my husband was listening in the background. He's like, that's very good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to give a shout-out to someone special. I won't tell you why. Uh, Anne will know why, but I just want to say a huge thank you to Mary as well for her support. And, you know, um, the sponsors who supported us too. I didn't get my gold sponsor, unfortunately. Um, I don't know why. I, don't think, I, t- I still think big companies have a big... Um, issue with online, and they don't understand the power of it, and so you know, unfortunately, I didn't get my gold sponsor, but you know what, the tickets are flying, (laughs) today they're flying especially since um, Alison put up a video um, who used to be Nelly Olsen she put up a video on um, Twitter and it's just gone mental, so it's great I mean, having speakers that add value is so important, and those little things can, those little touches like a video can just make a big difference to a conference like ours, you know?
2: Well, I'm definitely going to buy my ticket today. We were going to do it online, but uh live on air but i'll get anne healy to help me do that cause i'm not very technical so maybe Anne, you might help me when we do rushing, that? of course <laughs> i'll help you buy it <laughs> uh, i'm not very technical and we were going to do it online on air today but i'm i'm technically blonde as many people who will know me and uh, this is something i have to learn
0: i think roshin yeah. the other the other thing is and probably samantha may or may not agree with me from and this is me looking at this conference and i think it actually is across the board it's not just it's people thinking of starting a business it's people like me that are not long in business but it's also people that are in business a while that probably need to pivot a little bit more than they actually are because unfortunately like come tomorrow it may be different than today and that's the reality do you know and for me like I'm not in any shop I totally rely on online if I'm not online I don't make a sale and it's you know that's so it's hugely important for me but I mean there are so many businesses that just do need to figure this out and they need to figure it out now yeah, they yeah. Do.
1: If they want to stay ahead of their competitors, absolutely. trust me, your competitors are doing it. So,
2: oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. definitely. Yeah. Um, I believe I have to actually go and pick up my daughter now. Well, we're just her running
2: her out of time. Reality, yes, we're <laughs> <reality. laughs> <laughs> <With> Samantha <laughs> Kelly, aka Tweeting Goddess and uh, founder of Women's Inspire Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today, and you're going to stay with us for our yes. next guest. Uh, our next guest is Alex McDonald from the SME Recovery. Samantha uh, Kelly, thank Please. you so much, indeed. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. See, See you. Bye. 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 Do stay tuned. We're going for a break and we'll be talking to Alex McDonald, local representative of the SME recovery straight after the break. So do stay tuned. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshan You can call us on 56 77 777 6
0: We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.
2: You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roisin cleric You can text us on 086 353 7782. Welcome back to the Start Me Up Business program here on Community Radio called Kenny City 88.7. And don't forget, we are streaming live on www.crkc.ie. And you can text us into studio on us. Os- 086 353 7782 or you can call in and I'll be on the phones on 056 six two double seven seven. and uh, just before the break we were talking to Samantha Kelly aka the tweeting goddess and founder of the Women's Inspire Network and we were also talking to one of Kilkenny's leading startups and startups extraordinaires here and, and is still in studio with us. Now on the line We have the pleasure of talking to to, um, SME Recovery's local representative, uh, um, Alex McDonald on the phone. Alex, you're very welcome back to the Start Me Up business program here on Community Radio.
3: Hi, Roshi, and how are you? I should say, as as much as it's a delight to be speaking to you, it's a pity that we're still talking to each other about the same problem. I know. I think we'd all hope that COVID might have... um, evaporated or at least diluted into the atmosphere somewhere but um now it, it's gone from bad to worse to some extent but Daniel um, you listen it's great to speak to you
2: um alex you know you rep you're a representative with the um sme recovery island and the you're on today we're going to talk about you know the budget you know and what are, are your as the um the recovery island's uh, response to the budget 2021, but maybe first, could you remind our listeners who are Recovery Ireland and what do you do?
3: Yeah, well, uh, the SME Recovery Ireland basically came out of a recognition by a, a small number of people initially that the um, the COVID um, disaster really was going to devastate the SME sector, and one of the problems with the SME sector it's it's very well represented, but it's represented by different groups that are sectorally focused so for example you have the auctioneers association you have the witness association you have the crash association the hotels association and all, and all of those and they all do really good work for the individual sectors but when it comes to a national emergency um the view was that 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 you know somebody, somebody needed to come together to try and create an umbrella platform to bring those people together to to basically make sure that the the, the things that were going to affect the entire SME um, sector regardless of, of, of your particular niche, um, that those things really really, really need to be brought home to the government um, so John who was um, uh, originally the, the Secretary General of the Department of Finance during the financial crisis and was became very much aware of the devastation that that had uh, is currently um, uh Working for himself in a uh, he has a consultancy business and a chap called derek foley butler who similarly has a finance business but was very heavily involved in trying to help organizations financially restructure during the financial services kind of meltdown both of those guys who knew each other kind of came together and said you know we need to create this umbrella platform so they started from there and basically reached out to all of those people for example um you know the, there's now members there's a 10-person board which includes people from the institute of design uh, from the auctioneer society from retail ireland and so on and so on and, and, and indeed um mcdonald from from ismi so to try and help coordinate the efforts of all of those people and address the problem from a national perspective and then engage with the government and provide as best as could be a, a kind of a single voice to represent those challenges and see, see what could be done about it you know.
2: and the SME recovery what an amazing job that you all have done representing all the SMEs and small businesses because we really did need a really good powerful voice there
3: it was great and obviously John having his his political connections with the, with the government having been the Secretary General of the Department of Finance and he's currently on the European Investment Bank um, had you know enormous access to the right people and and then the i suppose the, the body of people kind of came together and said well okay so so now that we have access what are we going to say and i think that's where the strength of the the broader community uh, came, came to so in the background there has been a lot of workshops and engagements with the government uh, which to be fair you know have have been responsive to those meetings it it, it was complicated by the the change in government that obviously happened or, or the revised structures of the government but um, we soldiered on through that and um, we got some of the things that we wanted but more importantly there's a forum there now where they appear to be listening and um, certainly from my engagement with the local councillors and TDs they're very responsive when they hear that there's somebody on from the SME recovery uh, group who wants to make a case or make a point so so, so it's worked well from that perspective
2: was going to be one of my next questions are the sme recovery island confident that the government are listening to you and to small businesses
3: well it's it's they're they're listening better and it's supposed to be fair one of the challenges is that the um the sector has been fragmented so so arguably they are always listening to somebody from the auctioneer society or the the vintner society or whatever whenever those particular issues came up there wasn't really a forum where where, at a national level, people could talk about the totality of the problem. Um, and I think now that that's there, they're listening. And I think what we've seen is that there is a much better understanding. Um, we're definitely not happy with all of the um, the the actions and and if you like, um, you know the request that 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 were there. But as John Moran said that that at least it's a step in the right direction, and it's not the end of the road. The expectation is that, the conversations will keep going and um the more that that the sme members out there you know people in general out there could get behind um the organization and its its website is um www.smerecovery.ie um and sign the petitions and show your weight and you know and speak to the the, the counselors and the tds and say no listen you know we are at the heart of the the business community and um you know, while we appreciate some of the things that have been done, unfortunately, many of those things are not joined up. Uh, and I suppose I, I, one of my own areas of expertise, if I can call it that, is in in a in a science that's called um, systems thinking or joined up thinking. And it can be very difficult sometimes when you see good people, and and I consider everybody in the government and public sector to be good people, doing their best, but but, but producing individual initiatives that don't necessarily join up and sometimes they're good for one sector but they're not great for another sector and some people think well that's great and then other people are going how could they possibly have done that because they don't really understand our business. So that's really what the forum is trying to do, is trying to bring in that joined up connected thinking to the SME sector and help help organisations um, survive and hopefully come out the other end and, and thrive, You know, once we're back up and running again.
2: And uh, Alex if I could ask you, what is the SME's uh, recovery response to the budget 2021?
3: It's, it's broadly positive. Um, as I say, you know, there's there's a, a, a lot of good things and a lot, a lot of things missing. So I suppose one of the key requests in the early days and, and still remains a, re- a request is that, you know, this is a, um, a challenge that's been you know, put upon the, 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 the sector. It's not like people have made bad business decisions and, you know, they they invested their money in the wrong place or whatever it is. Literally, the economy has been closed down and they've been asked to close down to support, you know, the broader requirements of the, the healthcare of the country, which is obviously paramount. Um, but, um, you know, much of what's being provided is, is by way of, um, let's say, deferral of taxes, um, is which is great and helps cash flow but ultimately that has to be paid back and indeed you know when the when the limit of that expires then you know there's a there's an interest rate going to kick in um um,
2: and we will have to smes who are on the pup will have to pay um tax on them payments as well
3: yeah exactly um and then um you know there is uh, there's a variety of of subsidies so so, so the, the 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 wage subsidies uh, scheme is there and it's been extended and that and that's and that's well and indeed there has been uh, you know a new incentive which is uh, you know a three point four billion recovery fund which is to 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 stimulate demand but you know if you think think about let's say the hotel and the the, the restaurant association who have been closed down no amount of stimulating demand is going to change the fact that if people are queuing up outside the door, they can't serve them unless they, they do takeaways, which, which is, is limited in, in many, many places' capacity. So so it looks great on paper, and it will work in the long run, but the problem is, as, as one famous economist said, you know, in, in the long run we're all dead, so therefore we have to survive the short run, um, mm. and the short run is, is where people are going to be, you know, leading Kind of cash, you know. They they have to decide one of the the grants that's there. Or the, the new um, COVID restriction support scheme, as they call it, the CRSS, gives up to five thousand a week to businesses forced to close temporarily, which which is great. But most businesses are trying not to close. So the challenge is for the people who are who are trying to, to you know to stay open, trying to keep their business going. Um, there is a support there under the under the the wage support scheme. But, but your overheads don't go away, your insurance doesn't go away, your rent doesn't go away. So all of those things are, are there and have to, have to be paid for if you stay open. Yes. Um, and, and that is the really key
2: what you've said that businesses don't want to close I was talking to maybe four businesses today one was Synergy Pilates is, uh, and she's operating now in Pilates gym and, and things yeah. but she's looking for ways that she can stay open and also our very own local Kilkenny Salt Therapy here in Kilkenny they're looking for ways to stay open
3: and that's the key thing the focus has got to be on how, how do we keep these businesses open How do we how do we uh, in reality, subsidise the fact that they're going to have to incur losses because of the greater goal of, of the community. Um, go online, and, and I know you and I spoke earlier about you know people like the um, you know the, the the local enterprise offices are, are great in in so far as they offer a wide variety of, of schemes and efforts. <coughs> but often that doesn't apply to many organisations because Leo has its own restrictions. For example, you know, can't be people, impl- you know. If you have to employ 10 or less people, and, and it can't be certain sectors. Um, Enterprise Ireland do something similar, but that's only for export orientations or organisations or, or internationally traded services. Um, so there's a whole bunch of people who kind of get left out in the middle. Um, and
2: Alex, you know, so do you think the VAT for the hospitality sector at 9% is enough, and do you think will that work?
3: Well, again, it's 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 kind of a demand stimulus, so, you know. So, so the notion is that that therefore we won't have to charge so much. But that's a bit like the um, um, you know, the overall intention to try and increase demand. Like, if you're told to close, no amount of demand or, or no amount of 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 you know reducing the VAT rate is going to change that. I mean, if if your local bar, for example, and restaurant can't bring in people you know, the fact that I could have charged or I had to charge 13% and now I can charge 9% doesn't change that. You know, that they, they still can't come along and I'm not sure if it's going to <coughs> help, help improve the sale of kind of takeaway food. So so I think in, in in the medium term to kind of come out of it, like when hopefully these, the Wheat High Street and the, you know, the, 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 the bars and restaurants are open again, that will be a big incentive then. But But that may not happen you know, realistically, with any significance until after Christmas, um, and many organisations are saying, like, we, we, we'll be doing well to make it to Christmas, and, and there's probably going to be an announcement today that that's going to impose uh, impose a greater restriction. Um, and some companies are basically saying, "No, listen, we'll either close down now until March and see the whole winter out, and, and try and kickstart again." Or else we'll close down now and we'll never open again because we we just run out of money. We just we just can't keep going, you know?
2: Oh gosh. I but we, nobody wants to do that. And as you know yourself and Anne Healy here in studio, every self-employed person, it takes courage. It takes determination. It takes such a strong mindset to go and start your own business and to actually overcome all these obstacles. And no one wants to go on the PUP and nobody wants to close their business. No,
3: and, and like all of us. Those- people um you know ultimately that means that they're employing a one person or two people or three people you know that 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 the sme sector you know employs you know nearly a million people in ireland so it's not like like as you say you know the entrepreneurs who set those up have a whole variety of traits that they need to have as you've outlined um they need they need people to trust them to kind of come and work with them and 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 take up a job with them and and small companies are very committed to developing their team and helping their team but it, it's it's an it's an awful situation and, and i've unfortunately had to do it myself in previous lives to sit down with people and say listen i'm sorry but i you know we, we're gonna have to close the business for ever or for six months or three months or two months or whatever um, and particularly in, in in the where the SME are so close to the community you're, in are many cases you're talking about friends and neighbors that you're saying to i'm sorry you know uh, we just don't have the money to to you know to pay that and then they in turn say yeah but i don't have the money then to pay my rent you know so wh- wh- what's the knock-on consequences of that so uh, i think sometimes people perceive you know what, what might be the glory side of the SME. you know people running their own business and they have a fair degree of of control over their lives and all the rest of it. but as you rightly point out in the background is a whole pile of risk and and trials and tribulations, which we we take on, and 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 you know, not, we're not looking for any any claps on the back for that. But the other side of it now is, for no for no fault of our own, we're going to have to turn around to people and say, "I'm sorry, I can't pay your your wages anymore." You know, and 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 that may mean you can't pay your rent, and that may 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 re- mean you know a very significant change to to your lifestyle. Like the knock on consequences for 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 employers in the SME community is huge um, and particularly smaller communities around the country.
2: Uh, Alex before I want to talk to you about the online trading voucher because that now has been extended. The uh enterprise local enterprise boards and the enterprise board, they have extended the online trading voucher. So if anybody's listening, you can still apply for the online trading voucher. But before and Anne Healy who's in studio, she has really Anne's business has thrived um since she went online and on all through COVID. It's what she's one of the good news stories That's on great COVID. To hear. Well done. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> and, but Alex, before we get on to online trading voucher, do you think the government has done enough in this budget for um, SMEs?
3: No. <clears throat> I think probably everybody would say that they haven't, ha- haven't done enough, but I, I think they have missed a fundamental issue, and that issue is that, that, that SMEs actually don't need loans. Well, they need loans, but, but you know they, they need something other than loans or as well as loans. They need an ability to be able to get an injection of in cash that they don't have to pay back to be able to bring, you know, to, to cover their losses through, through, through the, what's going to be 12 months, I believe. Um, and that's, you know, everything else is, you know, here's a loan, it's 3% interest. We can complain about the interest rate, um, but it's still a loan. You know, there's warehousing of liabilities, yes, but that still has to be paid back. There's subsidies for, for, for staff, but yet at the end of the day, I think we've calculated in, in the, um, the SME recovery uh, team that, you know, the average company is looking at somewhere between, <coughs> excuse me, depending on how big they are, between forty and 80000 of a loss, um, and they can't afford that. So, somehow or another, you know, the, the, the government needs to make a contribution to that, to, you know, to, 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 to mitigating that loss. Otherwise, the knock-on consequences, I think, are going to be substantial.
2: Yeah, well, I think time will tell. Time will um. definitely tell, uh, Alex uh, uh, McDonald from the... Um, Recovery Island, Just how we will get through this, and I say it be after Christmas, March, when we'll have all the statistics and more knowledge of what's going on. The online trading voucher. We were talking uh, earlier on off uh, off air this morning. The online trading voucher. You've got some very good tips to give us all about us when we're looking and applying for the online trading voucher. You have a five uh, five jigsaw uh, tips to give us. What are they? And tell us about the online trading voucher from your perspective. We've got a couple of minutes. We've three. Or Four sure. minutes left.
3: Yeah, no, I, I think it, it came up in the context of we work with a lot of organisations who kind of say, "Listen, I've got this voucher. It's two and a half thousand euros. Depending on where it's coming from, it will either be VAT inclusive or not VAT inclusive." Um, I think people need to be careful about the VAT inclusive thing because the the, the um, you know the, the revenue have and, and 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 you know for training that the revenue have a specific definition around what training requires for it to be for it to be um, zero rated for for VAT. So um, I know some people have come to us and say, oh please, can you just call it training, even though I'm getting in a website? And the reality is you can't do that. Um, And if you do, you know, if the revenue ever come to audit me, then they would say, no, that wasn't training, so actually you owe the VAT. So, So people need to be very careful about that. On the point about what, what we discussed as kind of being, you know, the the five pieces of a jigsaw. P- part of the challenge for people, you know, the two and a half thousand uh, voucher is is a you know is a contribution. But, but for most SMEs, um, you know, what they're missing is is if you look at the different things, they, they need to get a website up and running. Um, and often what happens is when they get the website up and running, then they see, okay, well the website gives me a, like a shop window, but now I need to be able to collect money. So how do I do that? So, so you discover, well actually my, my website didn't include an e-commerce piece of functionality. So, so they have to go off and find you know some, somebody who can give them an e-commerce functionality. And then when they get the e-commerce functionality, then they need a payment system. And somebody says, how do I do that? Well you just signed up for Stripe or for PayPal. How do I do that? So, so, so that's another problem. And then they, get, then they get all of that up and running and then the website kind of says, okay, so upload your products. and kind of going, well how do I do that? So you discover that you might need, a, a, you know, an inventory management module, you know, on your on your accounting system, um, you know, so, so, and then the last piece is, you know, all of those transactions need to be recorded on your finance system. So, so the reality is, people need a business system, and unfortunately, two and a half thousand euros doesn't 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 go far towards that. So I think the difficulty for the SMEs they they find they go spend it on one thing and then discover actually that doesn't give me a complete solution. So I think people need to, and, and and we've certainly worked with our own local community to help them. You know, often in many cases, at, at very subsidised or, or indeed free, to be able to say, no, listen, you, you need to join up those pieces. So if we take that that jigsaw analogy again, like having one piece or two pieces is a useful step, but it's maybe not going to get your business up up and running online and, and I, I, I you know that 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 piece of knowledge I mean I sometimes describe it it's a bit like when you go to shopping at Ikea you know you come away with all those flat packs but you have to assemble it so the danger is the same with the IT is, is people are told well you have to have all of these pieces but, but the SME community generally doesn't have the skill to, to, to assemble them and often they discover that they need the other pieces after they've spent the money on the first piece and then they've no money for the second piece so it, it's a challenge and um, uh, I, I, you know, there, there isn't really a vehicle. I don't think out there either at the Leo end or in the accounting end or the banking end that that probably has sufficient knowledge to be able to help people through that through that entire um, you know solving that entire problem.
0: And I think the other thing, Alex, is sorry, this is Anne. The other the other actually thing that I came across is you also have to be good on social media. You need to get it out there well, as well.
3: No, absolutely, and, and and like those tools just enable you. But often people kind of go, yeah, exactly. What you say so. I have a website. So, for example, you know, the recommendation will be, well, you should have a, a CRM, a customer relationship management piece of software. And it's like, well, where do I get that? And how does that plug into my website? And you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that the time to be learning these things is obviously not in a crisis. So, so hopefully, what the or the and this is what SME Ireland is trying to do is trying to say like, let's do all the things we need to do to get people through the crisis, but then let's start to fill in those gaps and start to develop the SME community and help them, and I know there is help there, but the help tends to be around bespoke individual solutions to individual problems, whereas in reality, you know, um, an SME needs something more substantial. I know I'm based actually not far from Limerick, and the Limerick Institute of Technology are looking at, at at setting up a digital hope for SMEs, and by that they mean you can simply come in and see pieces of software that connect, uh, and nobody's recommending a specific uh, piece of software or whatever, but kind of saying, you know, if you, if you select from at least this selection of products, you can be assured that if you buy one piece, it'll talk to the other, and you can assemble your, your full suite of software Without having to, you know, be be individually advised to all, all the different steps, so I think something like that will be useful mm. in different in different
2: regions. Well, unfortunately, Alex O'Donnell from the um, uh, start, uh from the end of, uh, S- Ireland, SME Island Recovery. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to speak to us today. You're going to come on again in in a couple of weeks and talk to us about a couple of different things about that process in in and your business process and how to sort of really effectively run your business from a business model. So we will want to thank you for taking the time, Alex, to come on and speak to us today. And we really look forward to learning more from you in the future. Thank,
3: thank you, Roshan. It's a pleasure as always. Take care. Thank you Thanks. so much. <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, we're running out of time. We've got to, have to take an ad break before we go to 5 o'clock news. I would really like to thank my guest, um, Alex O'Donnell from SME Recovery, Anne Healy from Billy's Good Luck Horseshoes, thank and also, indeed, the inspirational tweeting goddess, a.k.a. Women's Inspire founder, Samantha oh. Kelly. Do stay tuned for Frank Tining; He's coming up at 5 o'clock. And Anne Healy, the very best of luck with your talk at thank the virtual event. Morning. Thank you very much so do stay in tune and for our next our, our guy I'm all tongue twisted today I'll be talking to you on Wednesday on the Woman to Woman show until then stay well and stay safe Money, money, money Must
1: be funny In the rich man's world Play Community Radio Kilkenny City Split the Pot at CRKC Studios Hebron and Dossel Estate money, money,
0: PJ Collins Centre Bennetts Bridge in the heart of the village, serving the community. Shop local for freshly baked bread in our store every morning. Hot and cold deli, frank and honest coffee with tasty treats and quality fruit and veg. We have the full centre range, including mood media ice cream. PJ Collins supports local. Think community, think local. Shop at PJ Collins new look Centre Store Bennetts Bridge. Open from 7.30am to 9pm, seven days a week.
1: Tireland, Cuff's Grange, only 6 minutes outside the city on the Callan Road. Tyres for cars, vans, lorries, tractors and trailers. Batteries for all vehicles. Free battery tests. Mobile service, 087-148-6860. Top brands in tyres and batteries. Call 56 77 29 Free tea and coffee available while you wait. Tireland, Cuff's Grange.
3: You're always on the go. So, when you need building materials, you want them from one place. You want it to be local, you want to deal with knowledgeable people, and you want great value every time. If that sounds like you, what you want sounds like us. Chadwick's has over 40 branches nationwide, so we're always local. We have knowledgeable staff, always happy to help, and with our new Big Cash Trade Card, you always get the best of value. Chadwick's.
1: Tip Top Toe Shoes for Kids in the Market Yard Kilkenny. Book your appointments for back-to-school shoes. Call 083-8825-223. Tip Top Toe
0: Shoes for Kids also have measuring and fitting sensory appointments. Tip Top Toe Shoes for
1: Kids in the Market Yard Kilkenny. Keep the home fires burning with Marble City Fuels, all types of solid fuels and gas. Marble City Fuels on the Hebron Industrial Estate for outstanding selection of solid fuels and gas. Call Colnaherne on 056 77 or visit our website www.marblecityfuelskilkenny.com Shop local and keep our city alive.